Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. About to hit into the expressway, brought to you by QCKinetics.com, non-surgical regeneration treatment care here in the G-Bag Nation. We got LA Live coming up at 540. It is a TD Tuesday. We'll get you the best touchdown calls from the National Football League coming up at 620. But right now, let's welcome in via the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline, Todd Archer of ESPN. Todd, how are you, sir? Hope you had a very Merry Christmas. Yeah, I did. Thanks. Hope you guys did well. How's things going? Things are well, uh, but we're still trying to figure out exactly what the hell happened with CeeDee Lamb and just not being a factor in the game for a couple of quarters. Have you been able to get a good answer on that? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fact that he wasn't targeted in two quarters for the first time all season makes what happened against Miami all that more questionable or whatever. Um, I, I think some of it was protection issues that, that arose during the course of the game. I think some of it, I don't know how well Dak was seeing it uh, at, at different times. I think some of it was Miami was in good calls against him. And, and I, I think after that first drive, not that they put and brought as you can tell me if I'm wrong, not that they put Ramsey on him and shattered him and did all that, but I think they were more aware of what he was doing. And, and one thing Dak said after the game is, they, they fogged up the coverage on them a little bit more that by putting players in different spots, and that probably led to them not being targeted. But that can't happen. Like, yeah. they, they, there has to be times where CD gets the ball because he's your best player. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right, Todd. I think some of the things that they did differently was they walked the linebacker out, uh, you know, long a couple of times on it, you know, and, and, and just try to reroute him a little bit differently. And then one time they tried to run him underneath and they the linebackers turned on him and weren't going to let him come underneath as well. So they thought about, but it wasn't anything like super exotic where you would say, okay, man, they're getting crushed in this game. Let's just walk Ramsey over there and see what happens. You know, I mean, they, they proved that they could scheme him open. You know, on the third and six, they they got him, they got him open. You know, they they did it with spacing with Tolbert. And, you know, to get him up and, you know, to get him on a matchup that he could win. And and that was just surprising to me that, you know, how well he started the game and they just never really found a way to say, okay, well, let's throw him the ball nine more times and see what happens. You right, know? Right. And that, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we, we watched 93 Amari Cooper. One quarter. Yeah, we watched Joe Flacco just probably win player of the week or maybe Amari Cooper is. After what he Could did, both get it. Yeah, you know, it, it's just kind of it. In that game, it appeared to me that they they missed an opportunity in two things. They didn't really go after Tua enough, and then they didn't get Ceedee Lamb the ball nearly enough. So, it, it, on the first part of that, is that they pick your poison? If you come after him and leaving holes against those guys, and you're susceptible to the big play, like I, I, obviously they had the fifty yarder to Waddle, yeah. but they didn't. 
I, I think the, their pressure rate, their blitz rate, I, I want to say, and I don't have the number for me. I think was it was 10. The low, it was the lowest percentage yeah. they've had yeah. under Dan Quinn. Yeah, it was 10%. So I think that, that was, that's what they chose to do in that yeah. game to make Miami drive the ball. And, okay, they didn't. They kicked field goals. And, and so that's right. why, like, yeah, they didn't make the plays at the end of the game. But if you told me before the game sure. the defense is only going to allow 22 points, yep. everybody's raising their hand on Absolutely. that Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's why, to me, th- this last game is on the offense and its inability to to score more points. And, you, look, you, you never know when the big play of the game comes. And, and for me, that first drive, there were three big plays. I thought Cook should have scored on the reverse. There you go. I thought Pollard should have scored on his run. There you go. And then the Lipke fumble where – it didn't even look like he was expecting the ball there because he never really like clamped down his arms together. Yeah. 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 So like if they score there and they go up seven, nothing and Miami go get field goal, whatever, you never know the whole, what could happen after stuff. Ooh, I almost swore uh, after certain <laughs> things happen. Yeah. Uh, but, but they're looking at 14 points in the first quarter. Then all of a sudden, you know, maybe you can do things different defensively where you put Miami on its heels and, and and it's a different game, but that's why like that first drive came back to haunt them the rest of the rest of that game the same way the Arizona loss back in September yeah. is haunting this team now. Right. Yeah. The Todd, uh, you mentioned the defense and really how well and me give me quick death over slow death. Okay. I mean, if you're gonna tell me that, you know, if I'm gonna have to cover and. I think that, you know, the the play to Waddle, I think Wilson could have helped on the play. You know, they're lucky that Hill dropped the ball. But, you know, overall, though, it kind of felt like that the secondary held up. I know there were a couple of chunk plays, but you watch the Dolphins play. There's a lot of chunk play football there. No doubt. Yeah, that's the whole big play production that, that yeah. Mike McCarthy talks about, right? Right. But, okay. I mean, look, look they had the 50-yard play. Their next longest play of any type was 21 yards. Right. That's against that offense. You you have to live with that. Yeah. Now again, when it's the absolute most crunch period of the game, the defense has to make a play and get a stop, and certainly don't commit a face mask on first and ten. Yeah. That that puts them in field goal position basically after one play. Um, I I get all that. Uh, but that's why like, if they are ever in these games when they get to the playoffs or even this Saturday against Detroit, I don't know who you trust on this uh, offensively or defensively to make the play when it matters most. And I guess I would probably say right now the defense, the offense, because they just went 17 plays and had a go ahead touchdown late against Miami or as opposed to the defense when they've been really good when they've had good leads, but they've not been good enough when it's mattered most. Well, I'll tell you though, Todd, that look, Seattle, yeah. they were really good too. Seattle, so, that's yeah, they were like, see, like, Seattle, we all got quick memories when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, though, no, that's, that's what I was thinking. Cause I was thinking, well, you're making some really good sense, and all of a sudden Seattle came in my brain when they got three fourth down yeah, stops. Yeah, three straight stops, you gave know. you a chance. Yeah, so, right. yeah. Um, I, you know what? I'll I, I tell you what, though, Todd, and I I'm, I'm, I don't want to point the finger at McCarthy or anything like that, but I will. Um, I don't want to, but here we are. But does this team lack attention to detail? Well, see, this is another thing that's, that, that it's funny to me, right? Because – did we not say the same thing under Jason Garrett? Did we oh, not say yeah, the same yeah, thing yeah, under Wade? Exactly, Wade exactly. Yeah, point. Yeah, Did we not say the same things at times under under Parcells? Huh? Uh, although at least with Parcells, cost me my you, job. Yeah, 
<laughs> you know, well, that's not what costs you the job. No, I know. Me being an ass, find a approach and say that. Whoops, sorry about that, Lucius. But, <laughs> like there are times, you know, yeah, like the, the penalty thing. Marcel's teams were penalized. Yeah. Phillips' teams, Garrett. So, you know, it's kind of it's par for the course over the last twenty years that, that, that I've been around this team. That this is what happens, and the attention to details, like. You know, another big play in that game. Why CD lines up offsides and then has to move. Yeah. Ferguson goes in motion. They both don't get set. It's a penalty and wipes out Dak's long first down run. Yeah. Right. And eventually they have to kick a field goal. Maybe if that goes differently, you know, you're in a situation like I always wonder when it comes to those things. And I'm not blaming Dak by any stretch, but does he need to notice that to say, you know, to wait? For Ferguson to get set before he snaps the ball because he saw CD. Yeah, uh, but he was looking back. right, Todd. He was looking right. right. He was looking right. So, I mean, CD. It's so unfortunate. He's not expecting CD to line up outside. Yeah, just yeah. line up correctly. Well, I'll tell you another right. one too. I think Dak was kind of thinking that maybe that they had a blitz picked up and they didn't have it blitz picked up. You know, there was some there was some awareness things that were going on, attention to detail things we were talking about. Yeah, and that's that's why the Cowboys have been who they've been. Like, it, and, and they've been good. But they've not been good enough to overcome themselves. Yeah. And that's kind of not that you're taking away credit to the other team that no, deserves Miami no. yeah. went out and won the game at the end. Uh, but, you know, we, we've probably talked about five or six plays here in the seven, eight minutes I've been on with y'all that yeah. could have been the difference in the game. Fully under the Cowboys' control to, to make, not something that Miami did, like – the Pollard play. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know how Deshaun Elliott stopped him. I just don't like yeah. the the coach play. It looks like he has the speed to get to the edge, or at the very least, yeah. cut back inside. I mean, so you know, this is this is why they are who they are, and they are who they've been. Wow, mm-hmm. is that Denny Green like right there or what? Yeah, and Todd like Archer ESPN yeah. with us here in the G Bag Nation. I mean, Todd, you you've been around this team for a long time, and I don't know that I can recall a team that now has just kind of I don't know if it's in their head or whatever it is with these road woes where they can't win a big road game, and now they're in a position where if they want to get to where they want to go, they're going to have to go on the road and win in the playoffs. I I don't think anybody has the answer for this, but is there anything that you've noticed and isn't maybe just in their head and psychological now? I mean, I, I don't know if it's in their head necessarily or other, but I mean, it's, it's pretty simple, right? It's play better. Like yeah. there's no magic <laughs> formula to this thing. Just play better. Like, you know, we're all searching for these answers. Okay. Yes. Third down on the road. That's been an issue. I, I think they've had five of their eight games. They've been at 40% or, or less on third down. So obviously if you're better on third down, you're, you have longer drives, you have better, more opportunity to score your defense off the field. So, so that's an issue. Um, you know, the, their, their inability to affect the quarterback on the road in certain places has, has come back to, to bite them. And, yeah, I mean, the last time the Cowboys won two road playoff games in the same postseason, Broadus' family might have still had tickets to them <laughs> at Texas Stadium. It was 1975. We were there. Wow. I was at the game. I was probably at the – well, I wasn't at the game because they're road games. You weren't at, they're on the road. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, so that's the history that they're fighting, right? Yeah. Other history here. And, and this, like, for the people who say, well, the, the road, where the games play, it doesn't matter. No, it absolutely matters because history t- is telling you a lot of things. Yeah, that's that I just gave you, and then there's this one. The Cowboys have never gone to the Super Bowl when they've had a losing road record in team history. So that, that's another thing they're going to be fighting. And then, so what's going to happen when they go to, maybe not Tampa or wherever they play in the round one, but certainly if they have to go to San Francisco or Philly, 
or Detroit or wherever they're going to end up. It's going to be the entire week is like, why are you so bad on the road? Why are you so bad on the road? Why are you so bad on the road? And so they're going to have to answer those questions the entire week. Deservedly so, because they've not played well on the road. Hey, with Todd, when this, uh, you know, we look at this uh, this team, and, we, and you've, you've talked about it, the road problems and stuff like that. This team doesn't run the ball well enough to have success in the playoffs, does it? Um, I, I, well, before last week, I've actually thought they were running the ball better. better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and honestly, I, I, I want to see more of Tony Pollard running. I don't want to see the third series where Rico Dottle comes in the game, Ooh. especially if, if how those series have played out. Like, yeah. Like the second series was, what was it, five plays, 75 yards? Like it was a quick drive. It was quick. You know what? Tony Pollard doesn't need to rest there on that third drive. It shouldn't be like an automatic to me. Now, if it's, if it's another 17-play drive like they had to, to open the game or whatever that was, okay, cool. I, I, I hear you. I'm with you. But I, I think Pollard has found a little something better, uh, again, before Miami, um, where, where they've done a better job running the ball, and I want to see more of him. There's a reason why I put the franchise tag on him. And you, are you going to keep him after this year? Probably not. Just, just run him until he can't run no more, man. With uh, you know Tyron, hopefully he's able to play. I guess we'll have to wait and see further along in the week. It seemed hopeful, I guess was the word from Mike McCarthy. But with how this year's gone, he's really performed well when he's been able to play. Do you think that maybe he runs it back next year and comes back? Like everything with the Cowboys, it's tell me what the contract is, right? And yeah. this year he, he he was three million to sign and a three million base, and he or had a million bucks there for fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty nine percent playtime incentive. So if it's something like that, I can see him and the Cowboys coming up to a situation where where they agree to a deal and and he comes back. Um, but I think part of me wonders too, like how much more can his body take? Yeah. And how much more does he want to take it? Um, and, and look, if you're the Cowboys, you don't close the door on Tyron Smith coming back because tell me who the left tackle is. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to be Tyler Smith. I think yeah. that they've told us what they think Tyler Smith's exactly. position is this I agree. year. I agree. It's left guard. Yeah. I don't think they're kicking him outside. I agree. Unless break glass in case of emergency and you have nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he, he's going to remain inside. And so now you're on the market for a left tackle. Hey, Todd. So that, oh, that's yeah. the number one need in yeah. my mind. Sorry. Yeah. No, no problem. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to jump on you there. Um, you guys asked the questions about Micah Parsons and, you know, in the in the non-calls and things like that. And, you know, Mike's not going to be able to give you a great answer. We asked Stephen Jones. He's on the competition committee. He's not going to give you a great answer. But where, where are you standing on this? Uh, you, you watch these games. You study the games. You go back and study them at the end. Does he have a legitimate gripe? About what's going on with him and the holdings, and, and, and how yeah, about the sure. how about the defensive line as a group and holdings? You know, sure. They, there's an absolute gripe. You know, who else has a gripe. T.J. Watt has a gripe. Uh, yeah, has yeah, a no, gripe. I'm, I'm Max yeah. Crosby has a gripe. Yeah, you're right. They all have gripes. Like, yeah. dude, this is what happens. Yeah. I'm sure Luca has gripes, and that's why we see Luca yeah. complaining to the officials so much. And if he's not done it as much this year, it's because I've not seen as many Mavs games as I would have liked. But I, I should be watching more stars games, by the way. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I, I, well, I have Bruins guy I here. I'm McCarthy, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I asked McCarthy the question, like, are they paying too much attention to the officials and letting this bother? Yeah. yeah. And he said, no, he basically is like, Hey, the guys are just being honest when they're answering your questions. Yeah. But I do think, look, how the, you can't predict what these officials are going to do. That's, 
you want consistency, right? Right. That's the Garrett thing. You want the same strike zone. Well, each week you have no idea what is or isn't a penalty. But if Christian Wilkins is getting called for a roughing the passer penalty, then Mike is, is roughing the passer penalty. Like right. that's right. just you got to uh, this stuff. I, 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 I and let's see how many times the Cowboys held Chubb in that game or or anybody on Miami's offense or defensive line. Yeah. I'm sure they did, and it wasn't called. So I don't know if complaining about it so much does any good because then you're just using that as a crutch and your your focus of what you're supposed to do with the next play is taken away because you don't like what Sean Hockley just called. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how I look at it. Look, the, the, but it, And it doesn't mean that the, the gripes aren't legitimate. The Cowboys have had 13 penalties, holding penalties called in their favor. Is that the right way? That's yeah. tied yeah. for 24th in the league. Yeah. The the Raiders have had have drawn the most holding penalties at twenty six. So like I'm sure the Cowboys are right up there with the Raiders and Max Crosby and I'm sure has drawn most of those holding penalties. The Steelers are tied for seventh at eighteen. Miles Garrett's Brown, they're they've had fourteen holding penalties. So they, mm-hmm. they're all gonna complain about it because they're always feeling like they're held. But so what? You gotta keep playing. You can't let them impact you and affect you. Sure. Todd, you're the best, man. We really, really appreciate you jumping on with us. Enjoy the rest of the week, and uh, hopefully Saturday night's a better result. Sounds good. Thanks, fellas. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.